0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network.
1: The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's. Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind,
0: those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough
1: House, where black people and white people
0: watch wrestling and Hispanic people, too. And all people. Then, uh, Ken Raper.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure enough, when I Google image search Bobby Salsa, the second one in the Google image search is Ken Raper.
0: Yeah, Ken Raper. Uh, so you got Mike Fury, Barry Hardy, the unspoken of third Hardy boy, and, uh, uh, Bobby Salsa looks to be a mild, and... (laughs) Very? Yeah, Ken Raper, alright, he's gonna, he's gonna hit you with that finisher if you want it or not, so... Yeah, enjoy <laughs> enjoy that, yeah, yeah, search up all WWE jobber names, and there's some great shit in there, so, oh, wow. welcome back, uh, here we is, and there it was, so, here
1: we are, that's the stuff, Bu- uh, busy week, a lot yeah. of stuff happened, you we were out of town, we watched a million hours of wrestling,
2: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: Where where do you want to start? Do you want to start with your your experiences in NOLA, the, the misfortunes of the other night?
0: Yeah, I had my uh, I had my uh, my my on Monday, I had my goddamn phone and wallet stolen out of my back pocket on Bourbon Street. So that was great. Oh uh, no. Yeah, right around six thirty, uh, I felt bad. Ken Dixon, others were trying to get a hold of me, like, hey, let's go do something. Um, and I'm like receiving emails to my laptop back at the. Hotel, But I'm like, hey, I uh, I definitely got pickpocketed. I just my, yeah, my wallet. And so I got a brand new, I got a brand new phone. I got a brand new Google Pixel 2. And I got a brand new wallet. And I got a brand new dent in my fucking checking account. So uh, we get home Tuesday, go to pick up the kid from the grandparents' house, runs towards me. Banks a hard left and just proceeds to do a senton bomb into a sticker bush Fucking his face up. I mean within Four seconds of seeing him He just decides to he runs. I mean he has a clear line of sight clear line of sight to the right is a brick wall to the left is a briar patch that you know it it looks like something a rabbit would hide in from a predator and then He's just like, nah, fuck it, gotta see what's in the shrubs here, and then proceeds to plancha directly into them, gets caught up like an escaping inmate, and, uh, yeah, he gets all entangled and twined, his face is all sliced up, so, I mean, within, within 30 seconds of being home, I'm like, I'm home, I'm home. Someone falls down the stairs that night, uh, day later, I gotta go to a fucking feast. Yeah, running poorly towards my dad, um... That Thursday, just, I got to go to a fucking funeral. Then I got to take Evan to a goddamn uh, uh, ear infection appointment. We think one of the fucking stickers got up in his dumb goddamn brain. He's got goop coming out of his ear. So my my vacation ended real quick, real turning of the page. There was no easing back into the world. The world uh, uh, pulled me into a room and, and, and pushed me up against the wall and pulled my panties down. So... Yeah, that was uh that the last half of it. First half of the the, the vacation, great. Second half, not so much. So well,
1: let's get to some of the good stuff. Uh, did you you had a uh, you had an eventful lunch on Saturday, meeting a bunch of people. Was that the Carl Anderson uh, meetup thing? <clears throat> uh, no, Carl ghosted me. Uh, Carl ghosted me. Joey Via
0: did not. Uh, it was he was oh, nice. good to hang out with him. Got a couple of drinks. Said hello. We talked about everything not wrestling that you could tell that man hadn't slept in seventy-two hours. Um, he was uh, he was he was a very, very nice guy. First time I ever got to meet him face to face, Joe Vila is the guy that will arrange interviews with us and get to talk to us about stuff and what's coming up, this, that, and whatever. He did all but acknowledge that the the, the brand split is gonna be phased out after this uh, superstar shakeup. Sorry. Yeah, that they're going to start doing these co-branded things, and then it's just going to become the way of stuff. But that was the only kind of like nugget that I could pull out of them. Um, yeah, very uneventful. What was eventful was on, uh, what was it, Friday, late Friday night, I got to spend time with all of John Cena's childhood friends. We were at a restaurant, a steakhouse, right around the corner from my hotel, Hotel Monteleone. Shout out to the smallest and most expensive rooms I've ever been in. Thank you for the view I paid for. It faced a Walgreens. And uh, we go to this relatively decent steakhouse to eat. This is where I ran into all the Impact and Lucha folks. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting in there, and we're, we're chatting up with people at the bar, Buck and myself, and... Uh, we are talking about this, that, and whatever, and I, um, I see the table full of Impact people, and I, I buy them around. And this guy next to me, is like, hey, that was really nice of you to do, man. It's really nice. Usually, people are asking for stuff. It's very rarely do they do they get something. I was like, ah, you know, those guys are, they're all great performers. And Chavo is over there with his arm in a sling and all this, and looked like he was kind of going through it. So let's buy him around, and I'll stay away, and I'll tell you about them in a moment. But we start talking, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, we're this will be my thirteenth WrestleMania. And I'm like, God damn, you're in the game. And then we got a buddy with the company flies all of us out for it. I'm like, flies all of his buddies out. This isn't like a, this is. Sami Zayn ain't flying out the entire ska community from fucking Quebec or wherever he's from. I'm like, um, what I have what I have heard of this friend of yours. And he kind of shoots me this glance. He's like, who's the most famous guy in the country? A uh, company, John Cena. That's him. And. I have no reason to not believe this guy. And I see all of his friends. He's talking about being from Massachusetts and his lawyers there, his agents there. All these people are talking for like 15, 20. I'm like fucking schmoozing this guy and greasing the goddamn wheels. Maybe we can have a little prime rib with hustle, loyalty, respect. This Escalade pulls up with a goddamn motorcycle, motorcade, police escort. One in front, one in back. Pulls up. Cena pops out, flanked by two viscera-looking motherfuckers, and you just see one of his buddies just snap, 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 and they all ghost from the bar and run around the corner to a private room where, like, two waiters are guarding the door, and they all go in there, and they have dinner, and that was the last I saw of them, but I got to spend at least 30, 45 minutes with the friends. Of John Cena. So <laughs> any of us has
1: gotten.
0: That's as close as I'll get. That's as close as I'll get to him. But then, yeah, they left, and I, I uh, was actually beckoned over to the table of the Impact and Lucha Stars to to take photos because they appreciated the drinks. It was... Um, uh, Gail Kim showed up right as I fucking left. And tell you what, you know who wasn't happy? Old Randy Orton upstairs. Because she could <laughs> hear my pussy get wet. And it was, it was Swagger, Shavo... ODB, Victoria, Brooke, um, uh, Zima Ion was there. He was leaving as I walked in. And uh, who else was there? God damn it. Name's escaping me.
2: Motherfucker.
0: What's his goddamn name? Oh, the, 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 the king of the bros. Um, uh, Matt, oh, Matt
2: Riddle? Riddle was there? Matt Riddle, yes, yes,
0: yes. Matt Riddle was leaving, and I was leaving as I was walking in. And I uh, took pictures with all those guys, and they are very, very sweet. And I asked Chavo how he was feeling, and I, I told ODB how much I loved her work with Cody Deaner, one of the high points of TNA. If you're not familiar with Cody Deaner and ODB, it is the this is your life of TNA. It's some of the best shit that they've ever done on a comedic level. Victoria looked great. Jack Swagger was drunk as a fucking skunk. And uh, was, ODB had an assortment of desserts in front of her, which I was like, you're everything to me right now. Finish that crumb brulee by dunking the eclair in it. So, God love you. Um, yeah, I can't tell you how many people I bumped into. I saw the Rock and Roll Express, I saw um, uh, Mojo Raleigh almost high fives my arm out of the socket. Um, Ziggler was walking around. I bumped into Ziggler like 14 times. Uh, the only person I ran into, and I always I, I hesitate saying these people aren't nice because Lord knows what their day has been like so far and what they're going through, and they're probably the only guy that was gruff was Jim Neidhart. I met Jim the Anvil Neidhart, and was like, oh man, big legend uh fanny your daughter fanny your work everything i like take the picture keep it moving like all right here we go and click thank you so much take care and moved on but he was very like take the picture or fucking tell your story walking like you got it sir and so i'm hesitant to say he was like rude or anything he was probably just that was wrestlemania day so he was going through it yeah
1: oh, yeah. 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 yeah wow that kind of seems like his personality. If you ever watched, saw him on uh, on Total Divas, he's kind of, mm-hmm. he's kind of aloof and very just. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, very grumbly, very grumbly, and very like I gotta keep it moving. Um. So oh, you know, what's fun too. Is that being that my phone and while we were gone, I had a paper ticket for my um my hotel uh, checkout. out. I had to sign this thing at the end and for my uh, for my uh, uh, uh parking garage, and. I had an electronic ticket for my airline. So that was a hoot and a holler trying to get all that taken care of. Thank God almighty um, that Buck has a credit card with a $500 limit. So that last day was real sparse. That last day was a dollar, dollar meal day. That's like we're going to... Real snug, yeah, yeah. The 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 fucking prime ribs and seafood boils and and beignets on the roof. That shit's done. We are splitting a. And this is a remix to ignition. Hot and spicy McChicken. We are not going to be <laughs> eating well yeah. anymore. So.
1: So I guess your uh, your proposed possible meeting with uh with Mr. Heyman didn't go as planned.
0: Nope. Uh, Only guy I got to talk to was was, was via. That was it. No call. No. Any, any, no uh, Heyman.
1: Possibilities for um, employment or anything like that with them? Yeah, uh, that was that was that was lightly
0: broached and promptly brushed aside. Uh, that was quickly quickly brushed aside. Like I am, hey,
1: you had to try.
0: I did and failed. Uh, I said, uh, you know, the work you guys have done in turning a Peter Rosenberg and a Sam Roberts and now a Pat McAfee. Oh my God, Pat McAfee is hilarious. He's fantastic. I love him on barstool. You know us. Radio guys that are big, big, big wrestling fans with number one rated programs, few and far between. And we really just we 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 get paid in knowing you're doing well. And just being a part of that machine. And what's that? You wanna to talk to me about um, about the, have I tried red beans and rice? Yes I have. I have tried red beans and rice. It's very, very good. I bet Vince McMahon likes it. Love to ask him in person love to ask him in person if he's had himself a nice a nice gumbo while he's at her nope okay you're gonna keep talking he just would j- just scoot right the fuck past it he went right through my smoke screen and was like yeah let's talk food you got it so uh yeah so it was from a professional standpoint I'm never getting in it. It, it just it, I'm, I'm just gonna be forever told to go fuck myself if it's gonna be anything to do with employment with that company but that's that's fine uh you know I, I tried lightly lightly dabbled dabbled put my toe in the water but uh yeah, uh, I didn't go to Raw, I did go to TakeOver, and I did go to Mania, and then I wandered the French Quarter drinking shitty daiquiris, eating uh, weird fried uh, red beans and rice balls, they had red beans and rice balls, like fried risotto balls, but red beans and rice balls, really good, um, and saw somebody, uh, saw somebody fucking in an alley, saw someone fucking in an alley, and um, yeah, that was
2: it. Sounds Good like the stuff. pure New Orleans experience.
0: It was. It was yeah, filthy. Right. It was complete <laughs> filth.
1: <laughs>
0: it was the dirtiest city I've ever been to. But it's very. It was a lot of fun. Very dirty.
1: Right. Well, let's get into the some of the action. So you started with you started with Takeover, um, which was Saturday night, and you know, uh, top to bottom, probably one of the, probably the best Takeover they've ever done, and probably one of the best full on shows uh, that WWE has ever put on start to finish, man. Uh, just right out the gate with a electric ladder match. How bonkers was it in person?
0: It was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, people were people were screaming. People were going nuts. Um, God, how where do I even start with that? Yeah, it was just it was just everything. Now I mean obviously you're not gonna get a six man ladder match for the North American title and have like really good chain wrestling. You don't go in there expecting that. You're just expecting just fucking craziness. And you got craziness, and you got Ricochet, and you got Ricochet doing what Ricochet does, and that's just spectacular, innovative moves. You had guys like you know Velveteen, Patrick Clark, that really um, that really held his own. Uh, you, okay, two observations, two big observations from that match. Did you guys both watch it on the network? I haven't watched anything on the network yet. Yeah.
1: Right. Just
0: live reaction. Okay. Adam Cole is dumb over, dumb over. Now I'm trying to, yeah. I, I'm trying to temper these things too. When well, this is a when we're, we're going to get into fucking smarks, okay, at some point. But this was this was a smark fucking crowd for days. I mean, trust me. Had I been able to radio in a fucking airstrike, AC-130s just <laughs> dropping. <laughs> fucking hot lead on that whole city. Just bring the rain. That's it, Tyrese Gibson. Bring the rain. Fucking Scorpionox everywhere. Tungsten rounds, everything. <laughs> fucking... The, the one Moab could have fixed wrestling overnight had they dropped one big goddamn bunker buster on that city. Wrestling improves overnight. So I have to temper, is this guy over as he is? And is this guy hated as much as he is? Being... That It was just basically, you know, the, the, the being the elite subscriber base there the entire weekend. Uh, Adam Cole, crazy over, crazy over. All weekend long, people in the crowd screaming Adam Cole, a thousand people screaming Bebe right after it. Yeah. All weekend long. And uh, uh, what's his dick? Uh, big motherfucker. Not Killian Dane. Um, uh, God uh, damn it. Uh, Lars Sullivan, hated, hated. Deep Roman Reigns level of fucking smark vitriol. Hated, hated. Booze. I mean Roman level booze, for of like when he do anything. Not like oh no he's hitting Ricochet or oh no he's d- doing something like moving. He just starts getting booed. Moving. He is. I feel like being looked at in some fan circles as the almost as a Roman Reigns type character in NXT as far as like this big guy is just being pushed to be a thing. And he's not good compared to everybody else. I don't see it. I love him. I think he's a big, scary-looking motherfucker. I can't wait till he They're talks Some That audience hated him. Hated weird. him. It was, yes, yeah, weird opposite. But the match was great. The match was great. And Killian was great. And everybody in the thing was great. And then they all fulfilled their roles and stuff like that. Um, I also noticed genuine disinterest and Shayna Baszler, and smatterings of cheers for Ember Moon. I mean, absolute just disinterest in Shayna Baszler outside of her entrance. It was a it was the least reacted to match of the night. I was also told to keep it down by the people in front of me because I was screaming at Ember Moon the entire time. Um,
1: but it it was yelling "dork" as loud as you
0: could. Lot a lot of dork. Um, it was just very. It was. You, you do that, and man, they were in an unenvi- unenviable position that there was no no match could have gone on after that outside of Gargano Champa that would have had any real reaction. So uh, they went on, crowd was okay, and you know, Baszler got the win, she got a little bit of a pop, but it was the least reacted to match that night, not a bad match, but what the fuck are you going to do after that spectacle that you saw in the match before? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's an unenviable position. I thought the match was actually told. It completed the story. Yeah, it did the way the way <clears> it needed to be completed. You know, I w- you know uh, with her winning the title, it, it had to happen. You know, Moon stays and NXT were pretty much over. Um, so you know, you go out on your back, pass the title on to the next person to to take uh, to take the reins and go with it, and then she shows up in the battle royal and then on Raw. So um, you know, we'll see how uh, the future pans out for for Miss Moon. But in terms of Basler. Um, the, how did the the shoulder pop on the term on the uh, post go? Live? It it didn't it didn't get over. Didn't. I'm watching it and I'm like
0: oh shit she's she's pulling a lethal weapon this is great look at this nothing nothing wow. it got nothing and I was like oh that's cool that's a slick maneuver right there she's so nasty she's kind of shoving her arm back into the spot and I mean nothing it it, it got zero reaction I was like oh, man that was kind of a cool little spot and yeah. It was just sort of a bit of a thud there. Uh, so w- one match after that, you've got the, the Dusty Cup, and you've got, now they did run that spot backstage where Adam Cole and, and Kyle O'Reilly were talking, oh my God, I'm not sure if I can get back out there. I just got done winning the North American Championship. By the way, great looking fucking belt. Great looking belt. They had, it a, they had it in a case at Access you to look at. You can go up and get a good look at it. That's a cool looking fucking belt, man. That that is very very slick. So very old school. Really old school. Real old school belt. Um, yeah. The that was a fantastic match and biggest goddamn uh, holy shit of the weekend was was Roddy joining up with Undisputed and the crowd went uh, crowd came unglued for that unglued. For Roderick, which I never saw coming. I know they tried to recruit him early on. He was like, "Go fuck yourselves, and moved on from it. And Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong were working like a well-oiled machine. Uh, but, yeah, that was, um, that, was, that was a great match. And full credit, uh, Cien versus Black. I'm not a big Andrade Cien Almas fan. My God, could that guy go at it. That guy can jam. Um I really, I, I became a fan of his that night when Black won the title.
1: That's what I said. You have to see him live to really yeah. appreciate, because I didn't really appreciate what he did until I saw him at the house show and then saw him again at the last takeover. I'm like, dude, the this, 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 this dude is legit.
0: Oh, he's for real
1: he can't talk but he can work his fucking ass off yes if he goes up without zelina vega he's dead in the water no he's fucked zelina vega uh, to be there because you know being being the worker doesn't really work that well in the main roster you need right to get over personality wise but yeah dude dude is great and black is such a treat to watch and you know the kicks and every everything everything was really good with that match what'd you think marty
2: uh, I, I thought the match was incredible. I mean, uh has, you know, improved by leaps and bounds, being able to be the, the kind of natural heel he was before he came to NXT anyway. So, yeah. you know, this much like his match with Gargano was an example of just how fucking great he is when he's a heel. I love the fact that Black is now the face of NXT. I will say I'm a little concerned about the long tail of that because ever since he started talking, he's been less of the quiet badass. It seems to have taken a veil of his mystery away. Uh, But, you know, it's it's a well-deserved win. Dude can be the face of the company, and, you know, them giving him the belt says that they're going to run with him as that for some time.
0: He's got a goofy fucking smile. He can't smile anymore. He's got to not smile. Like, you want it, and be surprised, but don't. But he had this dipshit grin. I was like, oh, no, talk less, don't smile ever. Stop, stop, because you're going to be Alistair light gray at some point
1: if you... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, do your great match. And, and sit down. And yeah. Do yeah.
2: Where you need to be. Great match, crazy finish. Good times for all. So good. Now,
1: Gargano and Champa. Yeah. Holy, holy balls, man.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. One of the best stories I think I've ever seen in a match. One of the best stories uh, combined with an amazing match. Uh, it was everything. That was, that was, you, you think of, you think of times where a split, Never materialized in shit. I think of, uh, I think of Miz. I think of Mizdell. I think of primetime um, players, prime time players yeah. that nothing ever happened with. Uh, I think of the okay Kevin Owens Jericho match that was okay but not great after a great build up. You know, there's a lot of times that these partners will go their separate ways and you think there's going to be a big to do Stardust gold Goldust. We never really got a big like. Oh my God. This this promised, this delivered, and this delivered to excess on every conceivable level, and I was very surprised in the crowd that there was, because again, turbo fucking smart crowd, nuclear smart, smart again, where Tommaso Ciampa was legitimately booed different than an x Roman Reigns, Lars Sullivan booed like, oh, we hate you. Oh, fuck you for what you did to Johnny. People bought in on him as a pure evil villain. Not a, oh, we don't like this guy. As a, you're a villain. We don't like you. We want you to lose to the good guy. It was... It was very it was a very pure match with a pure baby face, a pure piece of shit heel, a moment at the end where they recreated their moment from the Cruiserweight classic and sit down next to each other only for Ciampa to continue to show his, his, his mean streak and trying to hit him. Gargano ducks, he grabs the, the knee brace. It was it was as flawless a match as I could have asked for. I I can't I can't find a single hiccup in that match. Gave him forty minutes, forty fucking minutes, Oh, it was a great match.
1: And one of my favorite things happened even before the match started when you were talking about Ciampa being so hated. Dude has no music. He comes his entrance theme is a chorus of booze Yeah. From the crowd. How right. fucking great is that? I mean it gets over the point so well. Their gear was great and you know, um, how did that power bomb onto the concrete could you hear the thud where he you
0: heard You heard a thud. That sounded like somebody dropped a bowling ball on the cement. I mean, a lot. You saw a lot of hands over mouths like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, he's concussed. Like, his head's caved in or whatever. You you heard. I will say there's one thing they did both in both at TakeOver and Mania. They had the ring and they had the floor miked like they were filming a fucking IMAX film. I mean, you'd hit yeah, like- that mat and it would be like cl- like a thunderclap in there. For anybody doing anything, it was um, it was very very loud and and on that moment it sounded different than any other flaps and pops and back bumps and crashes through ladders that you heard. That sounded like oh fuck, he's hurt and yeah. you know, God love him for being able to power through that. But those guys, I you know, obviously a fight forever chant broke out, which is pretty great and. I can't I don't know what else to say. For anybody that's probably listening to this, you've probably seen it. I, I would love to hear complaints about it. I would love for anybody to like I I'm 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 dying to hear what anybody thought they could have done better because I can't think of a single thing. Well deserved five star match.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That I mean that's that's everything you want out of pro wrestling. The You know the triumphant hero gets his revenge on the dastardly heel. That that that's what it is, and it was so perfectly executed, and it it was done by two of the best guys in the game right now. Like, uh, uh, it was mind blowing. You know, at the end of that show, Chris, you said it at the beginning. I I really walked away going that was one of the best wrestling shows I've ever watched.
1: Full stop, and uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, holy shit moments from from start to finish. I mean, I I was watching and I, I gave at least five or six holy shits during the latter match, and yeah. at least another four or five during the Gargano Champa match. Uh, yeah, and, you know the matches in between all had their moments too. It was it was perfectly booked. It told stories moving forward. You wrapped yeah. up stories that have been going on for over a year. I mean, if if this sort of attention to detail and everything you know is what uh, a WWE under Triple H. Uh, will look like at some point, then man, we're, we're, we're in good shape. But, yeah. Uh, we're not there yet. So we, we go to WrestleMania, which had a number of shocking moments. Holy shit, did they? Our predictions yeah. were. It didn't feel like seven
0: hours. I'll tell you that. We were dreading it. Really? We were actually funny getting back to John Cena's buddies. He says he's been to three of them, excuse me, 13 of them, and he said, skip the first three matches. He's like, I'm telling you. I've been to all these things. Skip the goddamn pre-show. Doors are at 4 or maybe even 3.30. He said, get there at 6.37. Do it. And we were gonna. And then we just found ourselves kind of bored. Um, I mean, there's plenty to do, but everything you do is just drink and eat, drink and eat. So we're like, ah, you know what? If we do that, we're going to get fucked up and we're going to be tired and let's just go. Let's just go and we can walk around or they have restaurants in the, the Superdome. So we go and start to finish, it did not feel like seven hours. Oh, fuck me. Two things. Um, There was a moment where this fat prick had a fucking shallow howl movement and his goddamn fat ass collapsed the chair underneath of him, two rows in front of me. (laughs) This 500-pound motherfucker wearing a 200-pound Kenny Omega shirt, his ass blew a chair out and crashed to the ground and a you fucked up chant, Broke out while well, I'm looking at this guy going, oh, well, he's going to kill himself tonight. That's fun. Um, and then midway through the women's battle royal, a guy four rows or actually three rows behind me power vomits on the back of his friend who's sitting in the row in front of him. And the hot stench, the stench. Of fucking stomach acid comes floating into the room, floating. It's I'm like I gotta kill you. I have to go over there and kill you. You you can't you can't be allowed to live. You cannot be allowed to live. If you draw breath, the rest of this show. Now I'm also gonna text you guys a picture of someone that you're gonna have to. I don't know, maybe, maybe zoom in on if I can, um, God, do I even have it here, I thought I did, yeah, yeah, I got it, I gotta okay. take a picture of this, and screen cap for some reason with this goddamn new phone, oh, where it is, where is this, this fucking prick right here, let me, oh, God, just seeing you makes my blood boil, um, Talk to me about the show first and I'll talk to you about this motherfucker later because he is... I'll just send it to you right now. There you go. There he is. Um, yeah, I just sent you a picture of the internet. You just got a picture of the internet. The internet is in your phone now. If you've ever wanted to see the internet, there's the internet. Okay. The
1: personification um, of the internet. He is the internet. There
0: oh, we go. He is the oh, internet. Okay. Man. He is the internet. Now imagine 50,000 fucking more of these zilches. Oh, man. All right. If... If I didn't have a child to come home to, it would have been it would have been a bloodbath in there.
2: See, um. see, this is precisely why. As as much as I read about WrestleMania weekend every year, all the indie shows that happen, WrestleCon, Mania itself, Takeover, all that shit, I always look at it and go, "Oh man, it'd be so fun to go to." But much like a San Diego Comic Con, I start to think I will be surrounded by thousands of that guy. Oh. Fuck it. I'm going to watch it at home. He's got I a Jeff Hardy
0: necklace. He's got a Bailey headband. He's got a Moose faux He has some homemade wrestling shirt. He's got John Cena uh, 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 wristbands on. And you're like, okay, this guy is deep into the game. This guy loves it. Okay, you, you don't match for fuck, but whatever. This is a guy that just went up and took daddy's credit card and you know beat up the merch stand. He and every last miserable cunt fuck around me hated everything. And I mean everything. During Oscar Charlotte, we want Paige. We want Paige. Do you watch? She's not coming out. Sasha kicked her fucking head off her shoulders and she's never going to wrestle again. So you probably this isn't going to happen. During uh, uh, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, this is bullshit. Fuck this part-timer. This is bullshit. Fuck this part-timer. Break it e- e- everywhere. 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 Screaming. Screaming. Oh my
1: God. Uh, Those are the two best uh, matches of the night, by the
0: way. Oh, they. Hands down. Yeah, hands down. A uh, boring chant during AJ Shinsuke. AJ Shinsuke. Boring chant. When I tell you I I was done with pro wrestling at the end of this event. I had The, the, the event itself was fine, but I, I looked around, and I'm like, I can't be associated with any of you. I can't. I can't be a part of this fan base. It's horrible. You're the worst people on the planet. How much money did you pay to be here? I know what I paid. Yeah. I paid north of $1,000 for tickets. I know when I paid for that fucking hotel room. I know what that shitbox fucking flight cost me, spirit, the rickshaw, of the skies. I know what it cost me to get here. Yeah, if I am going to save money anywhere, I save it on the flight. Fuck that up. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking around at all of you. And I'm like, half of you are asleep. Half of you are chaining boring. And I mean, when I tell you, they chanted, boring, this is bullshit. We want someone that isn't in the match. The most vile group of motherfuckers. I mean, uh. drop a goddamn hammer of dawn on that Superdome and wrestling improves overnight. Wrestling improves overnight. The snark and the smark of that event was so vile and off-putting that right around right around uh, Daniel Bryan shane mcmahon kevin owens Zayn. i just had to turn it off i had to turn my i had to literally somehow just all right i'm gonna i'm in a sound bubble. I'm, I'm in a sound bubble i can't hear anything i can't hear anything i'm just gonna cheer and i'm gonna go nuts and that's it and i'm oh oh god um all right i'm gonna send you another picture here you go here comes another guy right here
1: while you're sending it the, the thing that sticks out to me most about the photo you sent is the dude has a wedding band on this guy's married
0: Oh, he's he's married to the fucking internet. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna send you a picture of two experts here. All right, there's two experts.
1: Pillow, right?
0: You can marry one of those anime girlfriend fuck pillows. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're for James Franco. Why not?
0: Uh, okay, so in between uh, these two dickheads is the fat ass that I sent you a picture of. Uh, these two guys I just sent you photos of. Okay, yeah. all yeah. night long, all night long, they are they are making sure everyone knows. They know who everyone's real name is. They let you know all night long who everyone's real name is.
2: Every
0: single person. They're just making sure you know, making sure you know. Uh, Sammy Zayn's name is Rebby. I didn't know that. I've heard it a thousand motherfucking times. Uh, I knew that uh, Charlotte's real name is Ashley. Didn't know that, but he was sure to let everybody know. Daniel Bryan, Brian Lloyd Danielson. He was sure to use all three of motherfucking names Seth Rollins had no idea he was named after one of my favorite cheeses shout out Colby Jack all fucking night long this cum drizzle was screaming see honestly when Colby was in ROH mr. black one of the things I was I was I'm gonna fucking start elbowing motherfuckers left and right the worst I was I was and I still might be out on professional wrestling a little bit because I can't be associated with these people I can't I can't be a part of this fan base (laughs) I can't do it. I can't be a part of them. I got to see this and us and who it is and the worst, the worst, the worst of humanity. Vinyl snobs, beer snobs, pot snobs, uh, comic snobs, uh, UFC snobs, football snobs. No one's worse. No one's worse than the fucking professional wrestling fan. And I got, I got a concentrated, concentrated fucking patient zero ground level view of it. And like, I'm. I was, I was at the end of Raw before we left the hotel room for the next morning like, all right, I'm going on wrestling for a little while. I don't need to. See, I got to go to WrestleMania. I got to see a takeover. I'm good. I don't think I'm going to fucking check in again till SummerSlam because I'm embarrassed, embarrassed to be around these people, much less the fucking main event, which was, I, I, I don't even know where to begin with that. That was, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys give your observations, ask your questions, but there was some shit there that was baffling.
1: In terms of crowd reaction or the booking of the match, uh, the booking, the crowd
0: reaction during it was That's abysmal. Uh, uh, just, it was so well, imbi- it was it was seventy eight thousand petulant children. And yeah. if you go back and you watch the match, it's the two competitors that you don't know anything about. It was a goddamn bloodbath. I mean, Reigns got the shit beat out of him. You hate mm-hmm. this guy, he gets his ass kicked. Yet you still. Hate everything about it. it. I'm not gonna say this was fucking you know Osprey Ricochet. This isn't fucking Steamboat Flair, but it was a fine match for what it was. And you could see noticeably see Lesnar getting pissed. And Lesnar was yeah. Lesnar was putting a lot of extra mustard on shit to try and really get this thing going. He Reigns got nothing for kickouts. Brock got nothing for things through tables. It was and I'm, They probably didn't show it on the network. They obviously didn't show it on the network. I probably counted 30 beach balls. I probably counted 30 beach the balls. Made it. Oh my god! It, everywhere. You would have thought you were a beach blanket bingo fucking gidget down there, looking at some guy <laughs> cut a wave on a longboard, beach day in the ocean. The worst people. The this is awful chance everywhere. I'm like you fucking zilches. Saved up all your goddamn Jimmy John's money to come out here to do this to hate everything. Everything. The only match. or excuse me. The only thing I got some reactions were uh, Ronda Rousey's combo on Triple H. Um, the uh, what else got uh, Daniel Bryan's entrance, uh, Undertaker's entrance. The Nicholas shit was. In the moment, I'm, I'm laughing with my teeth out. My teeth are flying out of my head. I'm laughing at this. Like, this is, I would have never guessed this. This is funny as fuck. How are they going to pull this off? Everyone else around me, you would have thought that it was a scene from The Last Jedi where they made a resurrected Han Solo and Luke 69 on screen for an hour <laughs> uh, while they all wore Lindy West masks. The amount of fucking vitriol. Towards this. Questionable booking? Yes. Entertaining? Fuck yeah, it was. And yeah, it, was. it yeah. made hatred. Hatred for this. And it was everywhere. I was talking to friends in different areas of the arena. It wasn't just my little pocket of dickheads. It was it was one of those putrid crowds I've ever been a part of. For anything. Not wrestling. Any thing. I mean, really, wrestling is the worst. I don't know if I want to go to a live event again. I have trouble... I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown this week, and I probably won't.
1: Interesting. Well, I mean, I know, I know you are uh, just have always been averse to live entertainment. I hate going to the movies.
0: Yeah. it sucks. You the smell movies, people, and you hear the meetings. Concerts. Yeah.
1: Live wrestling. Anything. It's not. It's not for you, clearly. But uh, and th- that being said, I, I I would tend to agree with you. I mean, the WrestleMania I went to, it was twenty nine. It was in New York. Um... I don't remember it being that bad. And obviously we were in the age of Smark and, you know, the po- we had the podcast at the time and, you know, and, and stuff like that. But I don't remember the crowd being that uh, just uh, toxic Yeah. At, at the time. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know what's changed over the past five years or so to really get it to this level. But regardless, WWE wins. They got your money, you idiots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you, know, you like won. That, th- that thing going around of, um, you know, we're going to walk out during the main event. So Oh, yeah. To the crowd that <laughs> happened. <and it's> empty. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, you yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. It
1: doesn't matter. They've already gotten your hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to be there. So anything you do after that, they don't give a fuck. They
0: don't, and they know that they're swimming in money because every single dickhead that walked out of their red roof inn that day that had the belt slung over their shoulder, that thought that they were going to be the cock of the wall, oh, look, there's 2,000 other assholes right now that have the belt slung over their shoulder. One of my highlights of the weekend was watching every last Fart Huffer, the look of their disdain and, and sadness on their face when they realized that everyone else had a belt and now they gotta lug this piece of shit around the city for the next however many fucking hours. All of them, you would see emerge from their hotels and kind of do the shoulder shimmy, like yeah, the champ is here, in there, in there, in <laughs> there, and we all have the belt. And what we. Was,
1: what was the most seen belt?
0: Um, a lot of IC, a lot of IC belts, and a lot of just your your classic Universal is Universal. And um, a lot of icy, okay. but they were everywhere, and everyone's spirit was broken. That was having to, and they were they were replicas. This wasn't like your Toys R Us fifty dollars special. Yeah. This was the two ninety nine WWE.com or the six hundred dollar guy. Yeah. And everyone thought, like, yeah, I'm gonna be the guy that's gonna bring the belt, and everyone brought the belt.
1: I'm, I'm gonna describe a person. You let me know if you saw this person. Yeah, three hundred fifty plus pounds, foot eight. Hold on. Okay. With the uh, Divas Championship replica belt. Did you see one of those? I don't think I did. He supports women, but not the good women. The
0: Oh, not the good women. Yeah, he yeah. supports the Kelly Kellys of the world and the, the Stacey Keeblers. Yeah, yeah, no. No, Bailey and, and Sasha Banks can go fuck themselves. You know, he's more of a Trish Stratus type of guy. Uh, yeah, didn't see that. Did see some tag titles. Saw some great fucking outfits. I saw a hilarious Shockmaster. There was a guy. Did you have you seen the Shockmaster cosplay? No. This guy's going around, searched up WrestleMania 34 Shockmaster. Everyone was taking pictures with this guy. He made an outfit where he was walking through a piece of plywood, and he had a piece <laughs> of plywood on his. And I'm thinking that's amazing. You can't sit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sit. You're walking through plywood, and I don't know how he did it, but he was the most over fan of the weekend. The Shockmaster cosplay guy, and he was built like the Shockmaster. He had the fucking helmet. He had the robe. It could have been tugboat. It was unbelievable.
1: That's great. That's so great.
0: Um what other so, so observations?
1: For your experiences for being there live, what was what was the greatest uh your favorite moment uh of the night where you where you popped, you didn't pay attention to anybody oh, else's Oh, but it really got to you uh, yeah. for WrestleMania.
0: AJ Shinsuke, awesome. AJ's win, I was so excited for, and then the nut shot afterwards. He got a great match. 20 minutes you get a nice little swerve with a nut shot at the end okay this isn't over and the match was not this like oh my god textbook legendary event but then when you saw that nut shot like ah makes sense now yes. this is the long play they're gonna do this all goddamn spring and summer so that was that was superb best entrance of the night probably was Charlotte yep. Charlotte's entrance was fucking cool just in the symbolism of it all I love Knox um,
1: entrance I thought Knox was badass yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that was pretty badass. Knox was pretty great with the fucking guitar player. Uh, that was pretty the chorus great.
1: Chorus of violins down mm-hmm. the way. Full red velvet Michael Jackson outfit was one. Mm-hmm. He wore that at a Wrestle Kingdom, didn't he? I think he might have. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so what was the reaction to Charlotte pinning Oscar?
0: Uh, it was a lot of hands on head. Yeah. It was a lot of oh my god. So there was a lot of people being very split. Very, very split. Uh, not a lot of like this is bullshit. Chance that actually that 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 match was pretty well respected, and few were that night. But that match was relatively well respected. And then people were kind of like clenching for the heel turn from her at the end, but didn't get it. And I think because obviously they're gonna book something for knock later on that night to do something against AJ. That was a fine match. A lot of fucking respect from people. Um, and I think people were happy at the end of it. People were very, very happy. I tell you what, they weren't happy about was, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of halfway on the fence with it, was the women's battle royal only going nine minutes, and then Sasha Bailey at the end, they leave those two in, you're like, all right, here we go, yeah. let's go ahead and get these two, psych, she's out, oh, Naomi never got out, Naomi throws her out, did I win. It was a very rushed sequence where you're like, blub, blub, blub. what just happened? Yeah. Oh shit, oh, I guess it's over, oh fuck, okay, um, all right, I guess fuck lot of man they dig deep into the uh the may young well for for some people to fill that thing out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. they had to fill that motherfucker out with some people um
1: pretty much any, any woman on the main roster and a bunch of nxt
0: too a lot of nxt you see the end and now one moment in that was pretty dope was when they kind of fucking nexus up yeah. yeah when they all got together like whoa are they gonna do a chick nexus because that would be fucking dope and there's a nice little NXT chant that broke out, and then I don't know the chick wearing a bed sheet turned on the rest of them, and then everything went the fuck. <laughs> um, what was what another the,
1: uh, the Bray Wyatt return to help Matt Hardy? How that
0: huge fun? pop, okay. huge pop, yeah, massive, massive pop. People, are, I think are just ready for anything new with him, and a face him, a submissive him, a, a Bray and a Matt. And I did watch their segment from Raw online, and. It looks like they're going to do something with that family and make them something, and who knows, maybe one will turn on the other at some point. But, yeah, really, really good reaction to that. Matt wins the thing. I was Again, I was laughing with my tongue flapping around at Matt having a deep conversation with the Andre statue. <laughs> having a deep talk with that was funny as a motherfucker. That was great. He was having a real good back and forth. Um, so, yeah, that was, very, that was very exciting. Biggest disappointment of the night was the tag match the triple threat tag team match with smackdown tag team champions i, I kind of wanted the bludgeon brothers to win i mean by god they're they're violent as fuck 5 minutes yeah. and after everything that new day and usos had done i was like just do that and add it was like when they had the hardys and edge and christian and then you interject that element of the dudleys like oh That's fuck right. now we got some some bludgeoning bastards in here some powerhouses that'll be the bludgeon brothers and now it was it was over in a cup of coffee it was real quick i kind of wanted something more i know i guess maybe the bit was like okay this is how nasty these two are that it was over that quickly but that was one i was like eh It didn't do a lot for me.
2: I kind of get the feeling similar to to Shinsuke and AJ that it's probably going to be a scenario where this is, you know, these guys are locked together for the next three, four months. So I I wouldn't be surprised if between Backlash and whatever other pay-per-views there are on the way to SummerSlam, uh, we end up seeing, you know, this guy, you know, this team versus this team, this team versus this team, and then ultimately we get like a big TLC match or something like that in SummerSlam. So. I, I feel like, yeah, it was disappointing that it was rushed, but it probably was just, you know, an early chapter in a much bigger story.
0: Okay. that was, I would accept that, yeah, because I thought it was very, uh, oh, I guess we're done, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about the uh, the Bliss and Nia Jax? Um, <laughs> Good. Good.
0: Better than I thought it would be. It was, you know, just about the 10 minutes long. Let me take a look here. 10 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that she should have done what she should have done. Bliss loses, Nia Jax wins. Um, Crowd at this point getting tired. Crowd at this point starting to get a little tired, starting to get a little bit disinterested. Um, but Alexa absolutely murdered Mickey James at the beginning of it. Now they, when I say that they had the outside of the ring mic, would when she was doing the swing her back and forth bit, you heard every flap of Mickey James hitting that ringside barrier. And it really added to it. Yeah. You heard every when she was swinging, they are like, Oh, she's, she's killing this woman. So that was very, very entertaining. Um, it was better than I thought it'd be. Not a pure squash, but a pretty damn close one. Let me tell you one of the other big fuck-ups of the night as far as the in-ring... or Excuse me, the in-dome uh, crowd. And I don't know. I want to ask how it translated to the, the network broadcast. Was Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Owens, and Zane. Mm-hmm. And the minute that Bryan gets down there, he gets taken out of the match. Yeah. And the crowd got furious. Not, how dare you... Owens and Zayn do that to him are you fucking kidding me? are we going to have to watch Shane McMahon for the next I mean that was a 15 minute long match and 10 minutes of it was a, a handicap between Shane Owens and Zane, and yeah. the crowd was unfucking happy with it
1: yeah it, it kind of played that way a little bit on TV but to Shane McMahon's credit if he's legitimately fighting uh, bubble guts, poopy guts and yeah. All yeah, the crazy shit that he did um, then, good lord, that's a tough son of a bitch. I mean, I made it a little more entertaining that whenever he got hit in the gut, I made a little fart sound effect. So nice, that, that <laughs> waiting for him to <laughs> shit a little. Um, but once once Brian got that hot tag, uh, you could hear the crowd just immediately get back into it until the end of the match.
0: Yeah, they were they were back into it. Um, but I feel like you should have come in about five minutes sooner. Because people all of a sudden were starting to chant shit against Shane McMahon. They were they're booing Shane McMahon, not booing Owens and Zayn. How dare those two take him out? How dare we have to watch Shane when we came here to see Daniel Bryan and we got him for about five minutes. We got him just for a cup of coffee. Sure, take him out and have him come back in. But I don't think that was the story to play, right as people are frothing to get him back in there. And then he comes back in is immediately taken out. People are like, oh, god damn it. Because I think they're just people are just so inside now that they don't look at it as the bad guy's doing that to him. They look at it as the scripting was done that to right, him. They're right. like, oh, fuck me, really? You couldn't have done that towards the end? And he comes raging back. I mean, immediately, he's out. And diverticulitis chance for Shane. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was not good. It was, yeah, a lot of... That was... Glad to have him back crowd was popping for him huge yes chance at the end ended better than it began but that crowd was very restless for those two
1: so now we get to the the point of contention amongst the evening Ooh. now playing live um, and I, I i i do believe that it played better live than it did over the network was this cena undertaker thing and elias Yes. The
0: Elias, the Eli- if it was just Cena-Taker, it would have been a bit paint-by-numbers. Yeah. But when Elias showed up and did an Elias <laughs> and came out there, at- he is so goddamn dumb over him. Elias is so fucking over. People are like, oh, we wanted to see Undertaker, but we're cool with Elias being here. <laughs> it was not a oh boo, fuck this. We were supposed to get Taker, we we're supposed to get Biker Taker. No, they're like, okay, okay, we're cool with this. And I'm telling you, they did a great job just as being in the audience is thinking, Alright, I guess this is it. They're just gonna have these two fucking with each other for a little bit. I mean, you were just like waiting, like, okay, here comes Taker. Here comes Taker. Yeah. Here comes nope. Oh, oh shit! I guess he ain't coming. Yes, okay.
1: Halfway up the ramp.
0: Halfway up the ramp. Lights go out. Clothing's there. Lightning hits. Here comes Taker. Whole thing. And it was. I mean, the, the I, I, it, I, It's a match. It's hard to call it a match. It was a squash. And it was another thing where it's like people have hated fucking Cena on this. Now this crowd fucking hated Cena. And you're gonna. This guy goes and gets his fucking ass kicked. I mean, gets his ass kicked. And it was again a very paint by numbers taker match. But you're not gonna expect some fucking you know chain wrestling from this guy anymore. He's got a replaced hip. He's super old. He's but he looked fuck all better than he has in years past. He's throwing fucking fast hands. He's doing old school. He does the sit up during the five knuckle shuffle. And John sells that flop fuck, oh God, he sat back up, and I screamed. I was like, that's amazing. They replayed that five times of John shitting his jorts and hitting the ground like, this is pretty fucking great. And hits the fucking tombstone, does what he does, one, two, three, take her fucking wins, Cena's out for the night. It was, the match itself was two minutes and 45 seconds, the segment itself was just over 10, and it was great. It was fucking fantastic. It was just a brief moment. It's a WrestleMania moment. It didn't take away from anyone. Cena didn't have to fucking squash anybody. Taker didn't fight someone else that you wouldn't see anymore. It was two guys that are just attractions in this point, not full-time performers. And everyone thought they were going to get Biker Taker. They didn't. They got Classic Taker. And uh, it, I thought it went fucking fall asleep. And now, uh, obviously, every fucking person around me just were screaming their lungs out of their throat, uh, uh, booing Cena, the booing Taker, uh, cheering Elias. You, they should have just made it a triple threat and have fucking Elias go over both of them and the roof would have blown off of that goddamn place. Uh, but it was great. But it was just the level of fucking snark during that. Thought. I was like, oh, this shit is five minutes long. It's five fucking minutes, you petulant children. It's five minutes and you're you're screaming your fucking self mute during this. And I'm like, all right, this is Jesus Christ. All right. I'm like, I start looking at my watch.
2: Like, all right.
1: And now, what here, do we get? Now here's Kristoff to tell us how much he hated it. Here we go. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, no I, I wanted to expound upon that, like, and ask Justin, as a fan of wrestling for so long, this being your first WrestleMania, to experience the Undertaker entrance in person. That kind of it was it was great for you, right?
0: Hold on one hot second for you, buddy. I'm getting a weird I'm getting a weird pop-up right now. Aww. This is so weird. I'm getting a strange malware thing screaming that there's pornography on my computer. What the hell? There's definitely pornography on this page. That's weird. Huh? Ah! No, my computer just started screaming at me for one second in the middle of your question. Warning! Warning! Call this number. Pornography has been detected. Yes, you're not telling me anything I don't already know. Internet. This computer's <laughs> drenched in it. Ah, I'm sorry. Repeat your question.
1: Being a wrestling fan for as long as you have been, and seeing the career of the Undertaker, this being your first WrestleMania, yes, for you, how did the Undertaker experience uh, play out oh, for you personally? It was beautiful because he's he's
0: um he's he's it's, it was amazing it was absolutely amazing because I didn't ex- these days you're not expecting him to be in a program. You're not expecting him to be in a contention for anything. You're not going to expect him to do really anything other than what he is asked to be. And that's a very special and rare attraction. The greatest Royal Rumble, for example, coming up with him in Jericho. Uh, this is not a guy that's a part of anything anymore other than a, you know what he is? He's a, he's like when Pete Rose would show up and get fucking uh, chokeslammed by Kane yeah, he, he's like that. He's one of these type of things now, to where yeah, he um, he's able to elongate his career into a very quiet call on me when needed. I'm gonna stand way out of the way and not overstay my welcome type of character. Uh, I, it was it was amazing. It, it's it was, it was it was the entrance. You come for the entrance. You come for the look. You saw all. Yeah, he he was a greatest hits album of his of his stuff through combos um okay. i think he put the hell's gate on i can't remember old school immediately uh a tombstone immediately it was it was everything i needed a 2018 undertaker to be yeah,
1: yeah he tried to hit yeah. that big boot and cena dropped a couple uh a couple of Ooh, yeah,
0: that crazy. was on fucking cena <laughs> cena was like well oh, here comes that size 14 i'm gonna fall now and <laughs> i mean you, you you needed to run forward a little bit more um yeah. What else did I hear that night that I, I I meant to bring up? Um, uh oh, uh uh Cena and Elias's little exchange. Yeah. I think Botchamania will probably do something. Cena was screaming instructions at him in the <laughs> ring, that boomed throughout the Superdome. You would hear clear as day.
1: Yeah, I heard Triple H actually. Well, and and oh, Triple that? H did. He was directing traffic in that match, so I yeah 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 you know, yeah he did. You had, you had Rousey, who this was her first match. You had Steph, who is not a um, seasoned in-ring performer. An Angle, whose you know brains are probably half made of marshmallows at this point. <laughs> so you know, Triple H kind of had to be that guy. Uh, and, and well, I guess you know, with with that, how impressed were you as a, an MMA fan and a wrestling fan that Rousey looked as good as she did?
0: Baffled. I, I will eat crow Didn't i i will I was completely incorrect in my analysis of, of how she would end up doing um i i still time will tell as to how much of a career she has yeah but there's footage coming out of her watching rehearsals and, like, sitting there with her jaw open. And I think she it really does love it. And yeah. women coming up to her afterwards, like, congratulating her and giving her big hugs. And then she did what she should have done is be the Ronda Rousey that was the UFC serial killer, where she would beat the shit out of their, her opponent and do it quickly. And any botch in that, Stephanie McMahon is do ever get in a ring again. You're, you're, not, you're not cut out for it. You just can't do it. That one throw that, that Rousey did that Stephanie just sort of flew through the air like a starfish and landed like kind of on her side, like that wasn't Rousey. That's you not rotating all the way around or that weird kind of like grounded sling blade spin around the back, I'm going to catch you, slam you. That was Steph. Just deer on the headlights. I'm not sure where I'm at right now. Any botch you saw on that was not on Rousey. That was on Steph. But what she did, and it's just so hard to do from what I I heard in podcasts and other wrestlers say, is to throw the working punch. And a working punch that looks like a real punch. You saw that Ric Flair documentary where he'd punch a string every day until he could punch that string, and the string wouldn't move, but he'd still come into contact with it. Uh, Rousey's working combos in the corner – were so fucking great and she threw that gut punch on Steph and Steph doubles over and then Triple H like you said directing traffic he's he's like putting his hands up and screaming and oh my god I can't believe what I've gotten myself into and she's scowling like she should've Rousey was superb they still need to work on her uh, like she's she's taking a book from the page of uh, taking a page from the book of Bailey with the I'm just a fan I can't believe I'm here thing even on Raw I heard she was walking down the ring a little I just want a local pageant type stuff. I got a $50 Sizzler gift card. My boyfriend will get me pregnant in a couple of years. Hopefully he keeps his job at the mill. Stupid fucking like face. Like <laughs> let's work on that now yeah, because yeah. goddamn you got the in ring shit. Goddamn do you have the in ring shit.
2: blew me away. blew me away. Blew so
0: me good. Me away. So I tell you what's sad though uh, angle is uh, that's all I ever, that's all I need to see from Angle. Yeah. I'm good on Angle. Um, I mean, and you say, well, how can you say that about Angle, but you're still excited to see The Undertaker. Angle's not a lot of pageant. Angle was, Angle was very much an amazing in-ring performer. Angle was uh, better than Undertaker 99 times out of 100 as far as what he did in the ring. Undertaker was more of a package and more of an image and more of an entrance and more of an appearance. Yeah. Angle was all go, and now he's not a lot of go. And he's, yeah. he, he, looks, he looks old. And he looks tired. And he looks wounded. And I was like, oh, "That was good. I'm glad I got you." Get physical. Throw a punch on someone during a promo segment. Get attacked backstage. I don't need to see you in your singlet anymore. Thank you very much. Great career, but uh, you you ride off into the sunset. And I'm good. I'm good because he can't stand up all the way. Yeah. It was those suplexes, those belly to bellies. That was Triple H jumping. That was oh, yeah. all him jumping. They're like, eh. He used to fling motherfuckers through the air. Shane McMahon, King of the Ring, glass, and now it's Triple H being like, all right, let me fucking got got and jumping up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want, I want, I just want to take a moment and applaud Triple H for uh, for his work here, here. in that here. match and here. here. That's that's the last time like Triple crazy. H won yeah, he did. WrestleMania. It's been like what eight years. Bless his heart, man. God bless him. Over. You God know, bless him. It's so funny how it used to be, oh, he's, he's going to get buried by Triple H, get the shovel. And now yeah. Triple H yeah. has given us NXT and is putting fucking everybody and their mother over at WrestleMania. So that's yeah. that's a hell of a career turnaround in terms of uh, of how the, a guy is perceived. Uh, yeah. So, so bless you, Triple H, for all your hard work in these endeavors.
0: Yeah. And um, shout out, uh, had a pretty damn good time at the after party with Ooh. Finn Balor's entourage. Mm-hmm. Had a real nice time. Real nice time. Invited all of them back to the old Hotel Monteleone.
1: His entourage?
0: Yeah, yeah. Finn's oh, crew, Finn's top of the stage, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I understand now. You forgot about that match. <laughs>
0: I fucked a man, guys.
1: <laughs> and this so is proud different than any other Sunday Night Howl?
0: I usually make love to <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Roughhouse <laughs> Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two. 1, N, lowercase W, capital G, lowercase K, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Roughhouse, roughhouse pod. House uh,
0: podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck well,
2: Christoph. He's terrible with his information.
0: Okay hey this is the rock shut your mouth jabronis and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with justin and my least favorite man on the planet christoph
2: and marty the preceding presentation was brought to you by the realm network